Oh my gosh, it has been a while since I posted on this podcast. Anyways, welcome back to Real Talk 101 for season two. So I have a lot of things to share with you guys before we actually get into our show. So for starters, I'll be uploading the audio every other Friday of the week. So season two is going to be a lot of different changes and a lot of different stuff. So be on the lookout for new things. Now, without further ado, here's our first show for season two. Without further ado, here's Real Talk 101 with Allison Flanagan, myself, and our special guest, Tadarian Rogers. It's Julian Stainback and Allison Flanagan in Real Talk 101. The topic of today's live show is... The Kavanaugh Case. Hi, I'm Julian Stainback. And I'm Allison Flanagan. And welcome to Real Talk 101. First of all, how are you guys doing today? I know it's cold, it's the fall, and not to mention all those sicknesses are going around, so be careful. So we're here in Walls Hall. Um, the home of every math class on campus. Well, not everyone, but most math classes. Go green. Go white. That's the spirit. So we're going to start off with a few announcements before we start with today's debate. So um, as I mentioned before, it's going to be a show every other Thursday versus every Thursday. That way, it's much more manageable and it's much more convenient to bring you guys the latest news and stuff all in one place. Um, a new update with another day at MSU it is performing extremely well as far as views go. So keep on following, keep on subscribing, and keep on watching because it's real fun and hilarious. And catch a new episode this Friday. New, we have a new Instagram. So those of you who um, are Instagram famous, <laughs> we'll say that. Um, you can follow us at Real Talk 1855. Real Talk 101 was taken. Don't follow Real Talk 101. Right. <laughs> Um, and this is a reminder that the elections are coming up real soon, so make sure that your vote counts, especially if you're a college student or a student who just recently turned 18, because your vote really does matter. Now, onward with today's debate topic, and I mentioned before that it has something to do with the Kavanaugh case, but to help us with that, we have our good friend, Tadarian Rogers, who's going to help us with this. <laughs> so welcome to Darian. Um, this is your first time on the show, so introduce yourself. Oh, well, my name is Darian Rogers. I'm a first year here at MSU. I'm also uh, an editor for The Morning Watch, which is a conservative publication here on campus. Cool. Awesome. So this case really is really been trending all week. Not to mention that not only has it flown across my news line a thousand times, but there is new stuff to go to it so what's up with Kavanaugh like I heard there were sexual assault allegations but I never got like the full story behind it yeah it's a really really um, 
devastating case, if you if you say the least. Um, you know, a lady came out saying that he sexually assaulted her about 35 years ago, um, and a couple days later, two other women came out. Um, these are very, 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 very interesting and important um, allegations. Wow, but the, the thing is, why do they wait so late in order to, like, tell someone? Well, for the most part, a lot of women are scared. Um, they a Backlash, for example, um, for this one, her name is Dr. Blazy Ford, she was at a party, she allegedly was at a party that she wasn't supposed to be at. Mm. So on top of you being somewhere you weren't supposed to be and something like that happened to you, yeah. you can only imagine the backlash from your parents. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of shame, especially as a woman, just if you come forward with this, they're not going to focus on the assault as much, and a lot of times people come forward and they focus on the fact that she was in this situation, she was in some type of sexual situation, and it doesn't become the guy's fault anymore, and that's her fault. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely called um, victim blaming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's victim blaming in this case, okay. and we do talk about this stuff, like with Bystanders Network, we just had that here at Michigan State. It's really a big thing on campus as a result of relationship violence and sexual assault, so it is a big thing, not only or not only in Michigan State, but it's called, it goes on everywhere without being noticed, and that's one of the things that really gets me, is they don't want to tell no one because they don't want to get in trouble. And that's really what gets me. But the thing is, how does this compare to like Larry Nasser or the Anita case, for example? Um, well, Larry Nasser, well, even this is, it's not just those small cases, or they're not small cases, but just, just not those cases. There are hundreds of thousands of sexual assault cases yeah. that just go unnoticed. Or in Larry Nasser's case, he was being protected by other men at the university. You know, this is an ongoing, um, extenuating circumstance of white men protecting white men, you know? And yeah. it's sad to say, but it's the truth, that just like cults and uh, things of that nature, the early Christians protected each other, and later on, you know, you only get until now, like recently, when um, it came out that Catholic priests were molesting young boys. This has been going on for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I first heard the Larry Nasher case, I was, I was just... But I was just flat out mad because there were hundreds of victims that were afraid to stand up, but I applaud them for standing up to him. And he did get more than 100, I think it was more than 175 years in prison for child pornography and like sexual assault, basically. So that case has really hit our university as a whole as regards to students because we feel like we should have a president that should be able to stand up to this kind of issue, but we didn't. Like Luanna K. Simon, she just res she resigned because of it. Yeah, and if you look at both of those cases, there also is a power structure going on there. The Kavanaugh's an important guy; he's big, and so is Nasser. That's not really somebody you want to stand up against, right? Uh, but also, polls show that this case is actually um, has actually been widespread in this country, and to a point where. People are actually backing Republicans more than they were before Kavanaugh case because the way that the media has portrayed it and the way that the Democrats have portrayed it, uh, a lot of people are taking it as a smear campaign by the Democratic Party uh, against the Republican Party. Right. It's it's crazy. All all this stuff is crazy because it just it just upsets me. Like sexual assault just upsets me, and then the fact that the fact that no one says anything. 
like it, it that really gets me like no one says anything and then it turns into like a bigger mess than what it has to be if you just tackle it right when it begins then it wouldn't be such of an issue you have to understand that that's a lot of trauma it is to deal with it's a lot of trauma to deal with it really is so all in all this case is really been a it's really been a big trending but is he still in the election uh yeah he will be well of According to um, newspapers or news releases, is the probe, the FBI probe, has been completed today, um, and they found no wrongdoing. Mm. So the vote is still going to go on, and there's a 62% chance that he will be confirmed by next week. Okay. Well, he's still in the election. So, which reminds me, the election is still coming up. You want to give us a little update on the election? Yeah, sure. So right now, Debbie Stabenow is leading in the polls against James... And yeah, so against James, um, right now, across the board, Democrats are actually doing really good here in Michigan. Um, however, Bishop, who's a Republican running for Lansing's congressional district, he's actually leading in the polls. Um, but he's right now the only and major election that is leading here in the state of Michigan. But other than that, the Democrats are doing pretty good. Perfect, perfect. Which could change, it's very subject to change. And that brings us to the end of our debate topic. If you want to find out more, it's all over the news. You can look at the Kavanaugh case. You can get more detail with it if you're interested. And you can also keep up to date with the election um, on your local news network. Please um, do. Yes. Keep up today. It's, educated. <laughs> it's very important. Onward to our educational topic for today, which happens to be roommates from socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah, so MSU has a lot of different students from a lot of different places and a lot of different backgrounds. And I think a lot of us have kind of run into the issue where you are from a much different background from like your roommate or your new friend, and it's really something we have to deal with. So I thought we could kind of touch on that today. If you guys have any experiences with that. Well, my experience was, it was really with the way he like, because he was a quiet roommate. Like, I didn't hardly talk to him as much. And this was, this was when I was a freshman. Like, he's he's more of a quiet, but he likes to play games. He likes to play, like, computer games a lot, which is understandable. But every time I would initiate a conversation, it, like, feels so, it, like, feels so uncomfortable. And sometimes it makes me, like, kind of, like, just give up trying to talk to him because it just feels weirder and weirder. So it's, like, a personality difference? Yeah. That's fair. Like, for me, I'm more... I'm more Outgoing. I used I used to be like that when I was high school, mm -hmm. but then as I got to college, I got to the feeling of going out more and being a little more social with others. And some people have a hard time doing that. Yeah. Okay. That's super fair. Um. So generally, when we talk about like socioeconomic statuses, that's like a lot of times it's like financial or like class status. Um. So something with me, like my current roommate right now, like she travels every weekend and is always going somewhere fun, and I'm like, oh, well, I gotta work. Um, so it's kind of something that you have to like learn how to deal with and learn how to be like, okay, this is where I'm coming from and that's okay and that's not my fault. You know, like it doesn't reflect badly on you, like if you can't afford to go out and do the cool things that like your friends are doing and your roommates are doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have any? Uh, well, yeah, my roommate is actually um, not a native um, of the U.S. Okay. So he's actually a Latino or Latino, whatever you uh, choose to say. So he's very... <laughs> He's very to himself um, when we're in the room and stuff like that. He's very quiet, um, but he's very, very outgoing. He's a very outgoing person. It took me a while. And he's very biased. Um, when you're not introduced to diversity, 
um, you can tend to be very biased and a lot of times you may not know it or feel it. Um, and for example, he asked me one day um, if I knew where Great Lakes Crossing was uh, because he, like, he thought that I didn't know because, yeah, <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, sometimes you can be biased and sometimes your roommate can be biased, but it's all about finding common ground. And right. um, believe it or not, the list that the RA gives you, like uh, the roommate agreement, I don't know if you get one in the apartment. No, no, yeah. yeah, I, I, I got one from they, one. They help a lot because mm -hmm. my roommate, he's in the bed at 7.30 and I'm in the bed at like one in the morning. Yeah, so that's I'll, the same with me. Yeah, he's in the bed at 7.30 and like he wants the light off and he likes to sleep with the fan on when it's Same. six degrees outside. That's so, the but don't get me wrong, I sleep now. with the fan on too, but not every night. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, he gets hot, sometimes I get hot. So it's kind of like, um, when, you, when you're not used to sharing a room, you kind of have to, the word I'm looking for is, um, I don't know, work together or something like that. You have to find yeah. like a good balance. Exactly. Yeah. The time of kind of touching bases on like the economics part of it is when, my my roommate didn't know what the FAFSA was. Like when I asked them, did you fill out the free application for federal student aid? That's literally how I had to say it because mm. he asked me like, what is FAFSA? And I said, and I said to myself, you never filled it out the first year or mm. the, in high school really. So I had to explain like it's the application for you to get financial aid, and he was like, no. And I was like, well then, how do you pay for college? <laughs> so he said he told me that. And his grandparents actually went here and he actually had a fun going on for him. So overall, I think that was pretty cool versus me trying to apply for like financial aid and trying to pay the tuition while I'm in here to avoid getting kicked out. So I think that was like, I just found that real interesting. Like that's the first roommate to ever say, I've never had to fill out financial aid before. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was so weird. I never encountered that. Yeah, and I think it's also important to like, yeah, he's got somebody paying for his college, but like he still has struggles going on. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that like even if they're not dealing with what you're dealing with, right. then like their life isn't perfect, you know, and like don't get mad at him for it, you know. Yeah, but my current roommate, he's pretty cool. Um, he keeps up with me. He makes sure that he makes sure that I'm on task in myself. Um, but when it, well, sometimes when it comes to like our bedtimes, it's a little different. Like. He would do, he would only be in bed at ten. Like yours would be in, like yours would be in like seven and sleep with a fan on. That's the same with my roommate. Except he would he be in at ten and I'll be in sometimes at twelve thirty one o'clock in the morning. Cause I'm a late night studier. I just find that much more easier and flexible. He can get through it throughout the day, but I can't. Cause I do so much stuff throughout the day. But I just find late nights to be a little more convenient. Cause that's when I can do it. And that's when I can get the social aspect of MSU is during the evening. Cause that's when everything goes on around here. Yeah, so. So, you know, find a balance, learn yeah. from where, learn, learn about your roommate, you know, where they're yeah. coming from, respect that. Yeah, learn their traditions and try to learn more about other other people and other diversities other than your own. Yeah, that's so a good point. That's the, because that's the purpose of not only college, but it's the purpose of like life is to learn about other things other than your own customs, your own traditions. Like me, I always wanted to go to like, a Chinese New Year or a Chinese, I wanted to explore the Chinese culture or the Japanese culture a little bit. And uh, Michigan State has actually allowed us to do that. That's true, yeah, just by like living here. Like, yeah. There's so many people here. Yeah, and then we have like Emerald here, which stands for a multiracial unity living experience. So we actually do those every Monday in every neighborhood on this campus. It's such a big campus. So that's where you get to learn about other ethnicities, other backgrounds, and we talk about 
things that normally wouldn't be talked about like ethnicity or diversity or freedom of speech and is it limited and all that other stuff. So really, there are a lot of events on campus that are based around diversity. You just have to find them. So that kind of brings us to our educational topics to an end. Um, for our post-show announcements, this is a very important announcement. So if you look on the left and on the right, you can see vote red in November or vote blue in November. So It's your choice. Yes, it's your choice, especially for those of you who are just turned 18, you have that power to vote because your vote really does matter and how the world could be ran, especially in November with the presidential election because your next president could make, it could possibly make education free even though that's an over-exaggeration. <laughs> um, so, but this election coming up, we do have places on campus at Michigan State. If you're an MSU student, we do have places on campus that you can vote for, that you can vote on. Um, if you're in Brody neighborhood, it's gonna be Brody Hall. Um, if you're in West Circle, it's going to be the MSU Union. That's right across the, that's right across the street from the West Circle neighborhood. Um, if you're in South, it's gonna be like a walk. You're gonna have to go to I Am West or I Am East um, if you're in East neighborhood. And if you're outside of Michigan State, you can go to your local church or community center because those where all the elections are held um, for years now. So um, just be sure to vote and don't go undecided. Yeah, and all that information is online too if you missed it. Yeah, it'll be online in the description of this video too. Um, as for our promotions, make sure to like and subscribe to our channel because we really work hard to produce videos, especially for both Another Day at MSU and Real Talk 101 on the same channel. So I find that to be real interesting. So just be sure to promote us, um, share us on your Facebook, Twitter, all your social media outlets would be greatly appreciated. And in regards to Another Day at MSU, that'll be at a new time after this week. Um, this week will still be the same Fridays at 9.01 p.m., but um, next week and every week from here on out will be every Saturday at that same time. That way I can have a little more time to edit the video for maximum laughter. <laughs> so that literally brings Real Talk 101 to an end. Got anything else you want to say? I'm good. Good. Yeah, well, definitely um, every other week um, you guys can come out to the Young Americans for Liberty meeting, or oh, um, if you're a campus Democrat, they hold meetings on the same day at 7.30. Uh, if you're a conservative, the Young Conservatives hold meetings. You can check them out on Facebook at those specific names. Again, Real Talk 101, that's all. And that's all. Thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe, and we'll see you on Thursday evidence. And this concludes Real Talk 101 with Julian and Allison. Tune in next time for the next debate topic, which will be let known by the hosts themselves. And we'll see you next time on Real Talk 101.
And this concludes Real Talk 101, Season 2, Episode 1. If you want to find out more information about the Kavanaugh case, please look on your local news site for more information. Also, don't forget to vote in the election because your vote does count this year. Especially for those who have turned 18, don't forget to vote because your vote counts and it matters. And this concludes Real Talk 101. If Tune in next time for the next debate topic, which will be let known by Allison and Juju themselves. See you next time on Real Talk 101.